0: Good morning, Christian America. It is Friday. It's time to focus on the family this Friday. Focus on the family Friday is when we try to take one day out of the week. At the end of the week, when the work is all done, today's your last day. Get up, be motivated, get to it. Do and dedicate your work and your job and your deeds to Christ today, like every day. But in the back of your mind, I want you to focus on your family. What do you have planned this weekend? Where are you going this weekend? How are you spending time this weekend with your family? What lessons are you going to instill in them this weekend? What time are you going to church? What are you going to talk about? What are you going to? Uh, how are you going to inspire them to lead uh, better Christian lives? How are they? How are you going to bring them up in the in the Word of Christ and knowing his uh, knowing his deeds, knowing his works, knowing you know the lessons that he taught? How are you going to share them with your family? We'll talk about some of these things right here on Focus on the Family Friday. So let's get to it. So good morning, Christian America. Thank God it's Friday Matter of fact you should thank God every day For every day that you are gifted on this earth Through his grace and through his blessings You should give thanks to Lord God uh, The King of Kings The beginning and the end The Alpha and the Omega The way, the truth, and the light Every day that he uh, blesses us With his creation of this earth Is a good day but it's even sweeter when it's the end of the work week and that's what Friday is typically hopefully for each one of you This is the end of the work week and you get a chance to settle down and recoup this weekend uh, And spend some time with the family and that's what we like to talk about on Friday is how to focus on our families How do we focus on our families uh, through the weekend? How do we build stronger families and stronger communities? And we're going to get right into that. But first, we want to re- remind everybody that if you're watching this, you are a part of the Christian American community. And you might be sitting there wondering, Eddie, what can I do? What more can I do? I don't know. I don't have any ideas on how I can get involved or, or, or what I, what actions can I take uh, to further enrich my Christian American life? Well, I would tell you the first place that you can go is to ChristianAmericanTees.com because if you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick yourself up some T-shirts like the one that I'm wearing right now that says, I'm unapologetically Christian American. That's right, I'm unapologetically Christian American. And we have other designs, we have other sayings, we have everything that we do is, is... uh focuses on Christ the love of Christ and love of our country and you think that I may be trying to talk you into selling uh to buying a t-shirt right now or a hoodie or a sweat or any or a tank top uh, a, a, a muscle shirt for for guys um I'm not I'm not simply doing that what I'm offering you is that it is a chance to be involved in the Christian American community to be Pick up a jersey and play in the game, right? Go to ChristianAmericaTees.com. Get your Christian American jersey. Get yourself one of these tees. Represent the Christian American community out in the world and act appropriately. Act as as, as God would want you to. Act in the principles that Christ laid forth. Act in in a manner in which you can be proud of, not only for yourself, but that the rest of the community would be proud of act in a way that christ would be proud of say i made that man i made that woman i made that family and be proud the way that he acts or she acts or that they interact together that they love one another and they treat people that they meet on the street in the grocery store in the gym wherever it is that you meet people that you're nice and you're considered you offer them a greeting of the day good morning ma'am If they're older than you Good morning sir If they're older than you How are you today sir I'm doing good Thank you very much Have that dialogue with strangers Because if you And that's simple Because if you have that dialogue And you treat people In a good manner And you're sporting One of these Christian American tees Or sweats or tanks or hoodies And people recognize that Other Christian Americans Will recognize that And say That is That is obviously A Christian American Because look what he's wearing He is Putting his faith out there he is not shying away from his faith or she is not shying away from her faith they are not shying away from their love of their christ their savior the love of their country and that is how you can become involved that is how you get involved that little bit can help us and if you can't go to christianamericantees.com and you can't afford for whatever reason to pick something up then that's fine also but you can participate in the christian american community by doing exactly what you're doing, to listening to these podcasts. To li- You can listen to these podcasts and share them with your friends and your family. You can share the ideas that we talk about with your friends and your family in order to spread the Christian American message, which is not just my message, it is Christ's message within the confines of this country, within the confines of the system of governance inside this country that was built on christian principles that was built on the idea of of individual salvation of individual responsibility the and 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 the text and the example that christ set we tried to lay forth and uh, uh provide a a environment that christian american principles will win out that nice and, and loving and compassionate and helping thy neighbor and love one another, loving one another as you love yourself or all of these things uh, would be the best way to run a functioning country and that's what this country was founded upon by Christians. And we believe that that's how we can uh, run a more prosperous, a more love filled a more generous, a more equitable, a more uh, functioning society is based on the principles that that this country was founded upon and they are not of this world they are christian principles and you can do that you can participate in this community by listening to these podcasts by watching these videos by visiting our websites and all the social media sites looking at our posts uh sharing them liking them promoting them to your friends and your family Uh, And that is how uh, another way that you can contribute to the Christian American community. And we highly encourage that. I highly encourage that. Because if you're invested in something, if you're invested in something, you take it seriously. You take it seriously and you want to see good things happen. For any team that you're on, for any uh, organization that you're in, if you truly believe and you participate in that, you will... You will be, you will feel more invested. You will get more meaning. You will try harder. You will practice harder. You will study harder. You will become more knowledgeable because you would want to be more knowledgeable, not just somebody having to force it upon you. You want to be a part of a winning team. You want to be a part of the right team. You want to be part of something meaningful. And here is your opportunity it is staring at you in the face. And you can be a part so please do that so let's focus on the family friday this friday there are many 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 problems that we have throughout our country throughout our society within the christian american community we can philosophize and theorize multiple ways to fix multiple problems and chances are the problems or the solutions that we come up with to fix the problems that we see will only lead to additional problems more problems sometimes worse problems and that is kind of where we've been as a country and as a society for quite some time we say hey here's a problem whatever that problem is let's take um let's take poverty for uh, as an example there are poor people right there are people that are living below this the average standard of everyone else what can we do to fix that okay well first we'd have to decide what is the standard and what is right or wrong and should we or should we not be involved and if and what does standard even mean And until we have those conversations we can't we shouldn't actually put forth a solution because we haven't figured out the totality of the problem and so because we don't do that because that hasn't been done we come up with solutions that aren't fulfilling they aren't actually solving the problem they're just band-aids they may fix something they may fix someone but they don't fix the problem and so in, in, in our society, in 2019, that tends to be money. Because that's what we think the measuring stick is. It's a, we think the measuring stick is about how much money you make. And that's what we define as poverty, is a line, uh, an, an artificial line of income that you may or may not achieve. And if you're below that, all of a sudden, you're in poverty. And if you're above it, then you're not in poverty, right? It's a superficial way to think about things right but if you don't know the so if you don't know the problem if you're not willing to get in depth into the problem then you can't solve the problem you can't come up with a solution that that is lasting that's just poverty we can move on to that and we can we can we can use another example and it's education like okay our education isn't what it should be how do we know what our education isn't what it should be Oh, because these tests that we measure that are supposed to measure how well our children do, our students do, our student body does. The scores have been going down relative to other people's scores. We used to be high and they used to be low. Now they're high and we're low and and we're on the decline and they're on the upswing and there are problems so so here's how do we fix that? Well, and then they come up with with something right they come up with more they usually and they come up with again a monetary solution Well, we need to we need to throw more money at this the teachers need more money because that's the problem because they're not teaching to their full potential because they're not because they don't have enough money and if we offer them more money they would teach harder and they would be more involved as the saying goes so we pay more money and we pay more money and the and the scores keep going down and down and down and and people don't understand why. And now there's a bunch of arguments about what we should do about that. Should we add more money? Should we take take money away? Should we do other stuff with it? And we haven't addressed the methods in which we measure these things. And these and, and so because we don't fully understand the problem and we're not willing to think about the potential micro problems within the overarching problem and maybe we can we can dig deeper we may hurt some people's feelings along the way but we have to dig deeper to find out what the root cause of some of this stuff is maybe it is the teachers that aren't teaching appropriately maybe it is the fact that they're not motivated enough and if it is let's find out why that is Are all the teachers out there, the vast majority of the teachers, so superficial and money-centered that that is the reason why, for the last 40 years, the education system and our scores have declined, maybe? But but those teachers aren't the same teachers that are 40 years ago. So this would have to be a generational teacher problem. So it's not like there's a group that that have stayed in, in charge or they have been the teachers the entire time, right? These are generation after generation, new teachers after new teachers, and they all have this problem. They all have this same way of thinking. Could that be, could there be something there that we don't know about, we haven't thought about, we haven't tried to even think about? Probably. So, if you don't know, if you don't look at these problems, you can't come up with a decent solution. And I just use those two as, as an example because they're the ones that just popped up in my head. We could do this with almost anything, almost anything that we see a problem in. Okay? While all these things that you could think of in your head, our education system, poverty, uh, m- our overall moral decay what other broad implications what it has to you know for for all of these things to be going downward in the wrong direction something else broader must have to be going in that same direction it would only make sense if i had a small problem in a certain part of the country we could we could narrow down on that small section of the country if it was over here on the west coast or it was over here on the east coast or if it was down south or if it was in texas or is in maine or if it, if it was in florida wh- wherever these problems exist if they were small we could point we, we, we could zero in like a microscope we could zero in on where the problem exists and maybe we could solve it but if the problem is everywhere but it's not everywhere it's only in our country it's in our whole country the whole country and it's All of these things have been going in the same direction. They're in the negative direction. Growth in poverty over the last 60 years. Growth in uh, homelessness. A decrease in test scores in our education system. Growth in opioid use. Growth in suicides. Right? These are all negative. These are all negative things. What other broad implications could be causing some of these things? Let's look at that. That would probably give us a better start. How about the growth in pornography? Could that, could those things contribute to, to the other things? Hmm, Maybe not direct, maybe not directly maybe indirectly what about the what about the rate of christians leaving the church is that going in the wrong direction i think that's going in the wrong direction hmm that could be something what about divorce rates are divorce rates going in the wrong direction i think divorce rates are going in the wrong direction what about out of wedlock childbirth mm. that's going in the wrong direction too what about the, the the rate of single motherhood the rate of single mothers is that going in the right direction or is that going in the wrong direction in the 1940s and 50s the average uh, uh, on average 75% 70, between 75 and I think it was between 75 and 85% of families of children born were born to two parent households. Like between 75 and 80. Now, that's around the 50 mark. That's around the 50% mark, 50 to 60%. And the minorities communities, and I speak as a minority and in, in the minority communities, that's nearly 70 to 75% of the community born into single motherhood is that going in the right direction or is that going in the wrong direction now you look at the latter what we just talked about and do you think that these things the declining rate of christian christians in church and the secularization of our country uh ah, not even our country we'll start smaller because this is friday the secularization of our family, of our individuals, has led to all these problems. Do you think that there's a correlation there? I think there's a correlation there. I don't know if I have the data. I don't even know if anybody's willing, willing to do the research. But I have a strong feeling. I have a strong feeling that the secularization, taking Christ and his message, taking Christ and His Word, taking God and the Ten Commandments out of our schoolhouses, out of our courthouses, and almost coming to the point where they're taking it out of your houses, because that's where they're going. I there was a a, a there's been a, a a few reports lately of uh, uh, religious. Communities or religious households that invite others into their home to worship—they're turning their home into a, a a place of worship for a period of time on the Sabbath, on a Sunday—to have friends over or a crowd of people over and worship in their home because uh, because the church couldn't afford the building anymore. Right, so the community couldn't afford the church and the taxes, wherever it was. Family, a family within the church said, "Hey, you come over to our house, and we'll do. We'll have service here. We'll minister to ourselves here." And naturally, uh, people in the community didn't like that idea. There's too many strangers floating around. Uh, they 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 petitioned the homeowners association, and the homeowners association you know find the owners of the home, and then they they took them to court. And sure enough, the court was on the side of the Homeowners Association because the devil has infiltrated our courts. Now, the reason I I, I mention all these things is because there's a correlation to to the secularization that from taking God out of our families, out of our family units, out of our hearts, it's leading to higher divorce rates. The higher divorce rates lead to higher rates of children growing up in a single-parent household. This the the rate the increasing rate of single-parent households are leading to an increased rate of poverty-stricken kids stuck in struggling communities who have do can't receive a decent education which turned and and without this guidance of one or the other family for the majority of the time it's men so young boys growing up without men as role models real men hard-working men christian men men that go to church men that volunteer men that 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 help coach little league and football games and Uh, boy scout retreats and any of the other stuff that real men do lead these young men these these teenage boys lost lost and under succeeding underperforming school systems and areas which lead them down roads of despair that lead them down the the road to drugs and alcohol and all the devil's vices. Gambling, uh, promiscuity, womanizing, hatred, jealousy, thievery, burglary, drug use, penitentiary. You see how that process goes? So we have all these problems and we're talking about all these different ways to solve all these different problems except the one that really counts the most. What really counts the most is Christ in our family. What really counts the most is bringing Christ back into our family. Marriage, there's another, there's another topic, right? It's all over the news, a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of people arguing about a whole bunch of different things. Marriage, is between a man a woman and god it's not it's not between man woman and government it's not it's never designed that way It is a sacred bond it is a it is a sacrament it is a uh, a bond a religious affiliated connection that is greater than a partnership of any other sort Marriage, in the eyes of God, in the eyes of the church, performed by by a Christian priest or minister or bishop or pastor, whatever you want to call them, whatever denomination you go to, they have been called different things. Marriage and a Christ-centered marriage in the at the family unit within the family is the root cause, or the lack of all that is the root cause to all all of our problems when we have Christ in the family we fix poverty when we have Christ in the family we fix pornography when we have Christ in the family we fix opioid abuse when we have Christ in the family we fix suicide rates when we have Christ in the family we feel more fulfilled why do we spend a day here at the Christian American community to talk about focusing on the family every friday because it is the family unit it is christ within a family unit with a mother and a father and children that you are called as christians to procreate the world and to spread god's message it is that unit it is that family unit that grows up where those kids grow up more stable more successful, more self-confident and more apt to do something great. To help others. They're more charitable, they're more compassionate, they're more trusting, they're more loving, they're more they're more performing. On almost every level. And the stats cannot deny that. Although people will It's extremely important, ladies and gentlemen. It's extremely important to all the Christian American community to understand that focusing on our families, focusing on our children, bringing Christ in our lives, that is a must. If you have children, if you have a wife or a husband, if you are a part of a family and you are not bringing Christ into that household, you are doing a disservice to them and to you and to the future of your family and the future of this country you're not gonna hear any of this anywhere else you're not gonna hear anyone say the stuff that i just said but it's the truth and you know it's the truth you feel that it's the truth you know it you can't speak it you or you wonder why you're the only one thinking it because that's what you think you think that you're the only one who thinks this that you think that I'm the only one. I must be. Something must be wrong with me. Because I think that we should have families. With, centered around Christ. And that Christian values. Will lead this society. Into a better place. It will lead this country into a better place. It will lead the country into a more compassionate place. A more charitable place. A more forgiving place. But nobody's saying it. And because nobody's saying it you start to not believe it and after a while when you don't believe it then you start to act in a way that's against it and here's our problem and these are our problems so i typically don't like to end the weekend with more problems or on a down note however that's what it seems to be uh that's how it seems to be this week but there isn't the hope isn't lost okay Hope isn't lost. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that it's fixable. It's not fixable with some ridiculous plan that involves um, you know, millions of people. It's not some government agency. It's not some entity that's going to f- wave a magic wand. It's not some uh, you know, new technology, some new IT technology that's going to make people act nicer or better. That's not how it, people work. <sighs> that's not how people work people work today psychologically physiologically how they've worked for thousands of years and the only way to get a more charitable compassionate loving uh thoughtful uh community is to bring back the teachings of christ bring back the teachings of the new testament bring back god's word bring back god's life and if they won't do it in your school system then you need to be doing it in your home and if you're going to one of those churches where they're talking about how much money that you can get how many how many blessings god will bless you with if you give your if you give more money to them you need to rethink that you need to pick up the Bible. You need to pick up God's word and spread it to the next generation. When was the last time they had a at story time in the county libraries that they read the Bible? What more appropriate reading for for children than Jesus's word? The Old Testament's got a lot of war in it. Okay, let's. Well, I'll, I'll grant you that, but there is no reason that the lessons uh, the early lessons in Matthew that we just covered on Wednesday couldn't be read to the uh, two children at the uh, at the local library, you know, story time. Every every city that I've been in has at least one public library where people where where kids can go and and they have a story time. They have somebody come read children's books to them. How about reading children's books on the life of Christ? what would that do for us i think it would do wonders for us you have the power you have the power to change your family to change your community to change your organization to change your 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 church wherever that is you have the power to do that but do you have the will do you have the will? You have the tools. If you have a voice and you have a brain, you can read this book. You don't even have to come up with any thoughts. You don't have to come up with any solutions. All you have to do is open up the pages and read verbatim. In the beginning, there was darkness, and God said, let there be light. You start right there. You could start right there. You could stand in front of people and just read. You could go blindly and flip to a page and start reading the text. It's going to be nothing but goodness. It's going to be nothing but lessons that you should follow. It's going to be nothing but lessons for you personally, for your family, for your community, for your country. They're all in there we have that power it's just do we have the will do we have the will to be motivated do we have the strength do we have the confidence or are we scared because god didn't say now that you have the truth keep it to yourself no no he said spread it to all nations well how about before we spread it to all nations we spread it to our children we spread it to our spouse we spread it to our community, our block, our little neighborhood. Let's have a barbecue. Invite them over for for a men's group. There's a lot of men's group out there that I'm that I'm watching that's growing, and I'm appreciate and it, I, I appreciate that. I support that. We that it that motivates me. We got men's groups that are popping up everywhere. Okay, those are good things. We need to expand them, and you can do that. Sit down with your children. Sit down with your family, read a passage or two. Read a passage or two this weekend. Focus on the family this weekend. Focus on God's Word, getting God's Word into their heads, into their minds, into their spirits, and into their souls. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to remind you go to ChristianAmericaTees.com or go to the, any one of our uh, social media platforms. Subscribe, like the pages, follow us on Twitter and Instagram subscribe to our YouTube channel check out the videos check out the podcast they're they're perfect for on the go anywhere you want to go whether it's video whether it's video and audio or audio only does it doesn't really matter check us out stay informed we try to inspire and we try to educate every time that I talk to you I, I want to talk to you for a reason It is not about us, it's not about me, it's about you. The community is about you and, and furthering Christ's message. It is about our community moving towards Christ, towards righteousness, and away from wickedness. That, ladies and gentlemen, have a great, blessed weekend. Have a great and blessed weekend. Make this weekend count. Make today count. Make tomorrow count. Sunday is the Lord's day, but it ain't only Sunday. And then we'll see you back again Monday for your Monday motivation. That's when I, I really get excited. I, I like to you know have something upbeat and, and powerful for, for you. We'll we'll see what comes up and I we will keep you abreast of all the inner workings within that, that are going on, all the Christian American news, good, bad, and ugly, and there are all of those things. Uh, stay in touch. Continue to 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 send us your feedback. We love it. We enjoy it. I'll read it. i read everything. Uh, thumbs up, even if you somebody only posts emojis or I look at the emojis. We see everything. Have a great weekend. Stay lit. Stay on fire for Christ. You take up, uh, take up the armor of Christ, the armor of God, and go out into the world and make believers of all nations. God bless.